everyone. Welcome to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm Benjamin Abaya. It is Monday, January 24th, 2022. And joining me today, you can find them summoning Kalego in the basement of their old apartment building. Or you could check them out on their YouTube video game series, Date Night. Please welcome John and Audrey Abaya. Hello. Hello. Yeah, so we have the black goo with us, and then we're going to use it as a it's not goo. Goo it's not goo. black paint. It's fungus. No, it's mold. Fungus. It's mold. Mold. Fungus. Yeah, yeah. Well, I call it black goo. You paint? You call it paint goo? Yeah, it's goo. It's gooey. Black gooey. Mm. Uh, throughout the show, I kept on saying, Calego my ego. It was oh, a really yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun tidbit yeah, to know. Yeah, about yeah. Let go my I like to do Calego. word associates. <laughs> yeah. Calego my ego. That's First sad. thought, best thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're new to the podcast, we usually have a trailer talk on top of the show. Then we have a weekly roundup, which consists of things we watch, listen, played, or read throughout the week. This week, we'll be discussing the films Ghostbuster Afterlife, Alien 3, then the comic book Miss Marvel Beyond the Limits, the films The Tragedy of Macbeth, and the television show Servant. Uh, we'll conclude the episode with the main discussion. This week's main discussion is Netflix's latest television show, Archive 81, which is uh, that premiered the past weekend, I think. Oh, this past weekend. Oh, not this, like, not this week. It's been but... a week or two, maybe? Yeah, yeah a week. Yeah. I think it's, it's a week. A... I, yeah, it's just yeah. a couple episodes ago, we were just talking about the trailer because they, mm-hmm. they yep, just yep, released yep, the yeah. trailer. It was with, trending, uh, when... right, on Netflix? Yeah, when Nina was here. Mm-hmm. But before all of that, we're going to discuss the trailer for Moonlight. Why did you call me Mark? I must be very difficult. The voice in your head. Shut up! There's chaos in you. That is a trailer of Moon Knight. Did I say Moonlight? I think I, think I said, moonlight. said Moonlight. Yeah. yeah. Moonlight. That is a, a trailer one. of Moon Knight. Uh, and Knight Knight. as in like the sword with the shield. A I guess you could say. Yeah, like a knight. No, uh, a knight. A knight. A knight. The K. Oh, K Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so confused <laughs> what you guys are talking about. K Knight. I thought this was uh, an antagonist type of thing. Uh, oh, anyway. no, 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 no. <laughs> what? A study of ants. Attacking it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, listen to episode three of Kill Them All if you want to get that joke. <laughs> um, anyway, this is the, that was a trailer of Moon Knight uh, created by Jeremy Slater. It's starring Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. It is, once again, a television show from Disney+, Plus, uh, cr- uh, produced by uh, Marvel Studios. Of course, it's going to be about a superhero. Uh, Here's the plot synopsis on IMDb. A former U.S. Marine struggling with disactivate identity disorder? Dissociative? A dissociative identity disorder. He thought a robot (laughs) doesn't deactivate. Uh, is granted the power. Uh, it's DIDD, yeah? The apple doesn't fall from the tree. Dissociative identity disorder. Yes, uh, it's, it's what it's f- what we call, or we used to call, multiple personality. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god, but he soon finds out that these newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse to his troubled life. Uh, what part, so the, what part would be a blessing? <laughs> I don't know yet. It's probably when he saves people. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. Like, but that yeah, wouldn't yeah. like bless. That wouldn't like bless me. Like, I would be like a blessing. And be like, oh, oh yeah, God, so... I'm really hungry. I want a cheeseburger. And then, like, you look at your hand. There's a cheeseburger. That would be a blessing. It's still going to be like, yeah, it'll be tough for him. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Um, so the series premieres on Wednesday, March 30th. Of course, you have to be, uh, you have to subscribe on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I'll ask uh, Audrey first. What's your thoughts about Moon Knight? And are you uh, a fan? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of this. Is this a this is a Marvel dude? Where, yes. Where is he separate or is he part of other other things? I think he part. He's part of like the magic, like Doctor of Strange yeah, yeah. side of things, and like Blade, like that. Um, oh, you did mystical, mention about Blade. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Blade magical? Uh, yeah, he's part of that magical. Thing. Yes. Anything yeah. with vampires like, vampire, are magical? Huh. It's supernatural magic. Supernatural. That's it. I would say supernatural. Yes, that's the correct word. Yeah. Um, I like the outfit. I think it looks like that Assassin's Creed thing. Oh yeah, yeah. The outfit, the the hood, and stuff. The little little penguin shape hood Mm -hmm. type of thing. A lot of people are referencing. I think Kirby turns into like a character similar. Oh, does he? Kirby the Bill (laughs) Gates. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there like a blue? Doesn't Kirby have an antagonist where it's like a penguin or blue? Uh, Like a yeah duck duck or something. something I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's an American, right? Or Moon Knight Kirby? That's what it's called. I guess. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It has the the same sort of look. This is if really you, uh, if you it Google does. it. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh like oh well he he's, he wears white, but oh, it's it's, it's Meta Knight brother. Yeah, Meta Knight, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh Meta Knight. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of somebody else because not what I was thinking of. Um so uh, he's an archaeologist with DIDD? I didn't even know he had DIDD. Uh, US just... Marine, it says here. Oh. Huh. How's he getting into Egypt stuff? What? How's he getting into Egypt stuff? I don't know, too. There there's stuff I read about this. Already, like why the character is, or this every, like, particular why is he acting like that? Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, he has a British voice. No, that's why I was confused. I was like, is he American? They said that's one of his personalities that we're not. Ooh. You oh, don't actually see they're doing a glass type of yeah, mm-hmm. so or not, a split. Yeah, yeah. So split, it's one of his yeah. personalities that we think that's the real one. The audience, the main. Like, if you're not, if you don't know anything about Moon Knight, I don't know anything about Moon Knight. I'm just reading off people saying like, "Oh, that's one of his personalities. That's why he sounds British." So, is he like uh, a werewolf, or like this only happens when the moon is out, like a full moon? Oh, that's weird though. Why? It's a Moon Knight. <laughs> no, but he's has only to be with fight, the moon, or he during... can only fight at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things, or he's it's not a always knight. a moon out. I mean, now there's like two bl- uh, nights now. There's a black knight and now the moon knight. Where's the black knight? From Internals. What? Yeah, Internals. There's a black knight. Uh, yeah, the the end of there the movie. It's um, what's his name? In the very ending, um, it's a sword in the turtle. Oh, yeah, he's a yeah. he's called the Black Knight. Oh, oh I just yeah. I just thought his uh, his sword had spawned stuff no, no, on no, no, it no. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know um, no, the fact that it's DIDD kind of that I kind of like that, and then him trying to like figure out all these things. So it's like maybe it's something where it's it's been inside him this whole time, mm-hmm. or he yep, touches yeah. something. Is it like a lineage thing? Do you like things when they're lineage or do you think that's like a cop out? Like I, I like it when they find things and like, oh, and like they they're, they're like they're like digging the archaeological archaeological site and then they sneeze and then the magic dust goes in their nose and then they mm-hmm. get the power. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happened to Jurassic Park in a yeah, sense. Yeah. Wait, what? No, no, no. no. Yeah. They found like the oh, the they DNA sneeze on the, the amber. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They the missed the DNA. And there was I'm a frog there. The frog, the frog sneezed on the DNA. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish that's how it happened. Um, yeah, I really have no idea 
much about this. I mm-hmm. I think the other stuff that's coming out of Marvel is like She Hulk. Like I I have some knowledge of that. Like this is a, one of the few things that I don't think I've never Same seen here. anything yeah. about or heard about yeah. really, which is interesting. I like that you could bring other IP and I guess um the to a TV series. On Disney Plus is a good way to test it out and then spend the money on a movie. Yep. I don't know why. I would think a TV show, a series would be more money than a movie. I would, I would no, think but, so too. But don't but you have to pay yeah, but more I think what do they're doing, I think they're doing is getting the budget because the budget of a movie is like 100 million right now. Yeah. But if you spend 10 million for each episode, then you just split that up. So it's the same thing. Like, uh, uh, In theory, can you do more or? No, mean you get I think, more hours. No, I, I think you get more viewership. Like you get more people talking oh. in the zeitgeist. Like it's always going to be on there. Do people Versus, watch more TV now than movie? I think so. I think so. I think yeah, it's like why Disney Plus. I think it's like the uh, a great. I don't, they they said like the golden age was like ten years ago, but For now films? It's, yeah, I, I don't know mm. how it is now with television shows. I mean, like now, like uh, I mean, this is not anything related to Moon Knight, but. Like recently, Midnight Mass. I consider that to be like a movie for me. Like I don't, mm. I don't in my mind. I don't think of it as a TV series. Like last year, that was like so you my have so you're movie. just totally delusional then. No, no, I'm saying like that's yeah, how, how... you're completely delusional because it was actually <laughs> our, our Moon Knight because it was actually a television series. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how the caliber of TV now. Like you, you, you. So you think movies are better than TV? No, I'm saying TV. I, movie, me, movie, I, movie is the highest form of, no, no, of entertainment, of like filmed entertainment. as good as movies. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, TV is now getting as good better. As yeah, I'm not saying now, one yeah. is better than another. I'm saying TV has reached that peak. It could be compared to movies now. Like if you mm-hmm. want to say like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite thing last year I watched. I think also like movie. television shows, they have a, a, a more time to explain or develop the characters than a yeah. movie sometimes. Yeah. So wouldn't um, that, I don't know, yeah. beneficial, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I really don't know too much about it. The fact that it was DIDD and that's that's kind of a, an interesting wrinkle to put um, some sort of uh, mental, I don't want to say illness, but a mental disorder. I don't mm-hmm. want to say disorder either. I don't know. A mental affect, affect, affect about him. But there's, there's characters like this too we've seen. But I don't know. Marvel has never done it yet. So, But I mean, I would think it'd be better to start doing superheroes and things with not giving them mental disorders, but yeah. to explain that the reason why they're able to do these things is because they are they uh, have uh, the ability to disassociate. Not like that, but like you know, like how uh, to be narcissists or yeah. narcissists or to be. Um, it's almost like lack of empathy, kind of. I mean, like they yeah. have empathy because they want to save the world, but mm-hmm. then to hurt other things or to do put themselves in danger. Those are actually weird. Um, mental states to be in and I'm I'm interested if that could be explaining like the superhero syndrome and things like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. It probably won't be like that. But you know. Would you watch this? Yeah. Okay. There's Have some you Marvel watched stuff. The other Marvel stuff yet? Like uh, uh Hawkeye compare? looked dumb. The other one with the the Captain America guy Falcon didn't look interesting. What did I watch? Loki. I watched one a Loki and Loki and yeah. So okay. that's the magic, right? Like yeah, the magic, like magic stuff, yeah. Uh, I watch everything uh, so I watched this uh, only because I'm interested of Oscar Isaac in a Marvel, you know, property. I want to see him. I mean, you didn't acting. like him as Apocalypse in um, no. Oh well, yeah, I totally forgot. Uh, yeah, he's Apocalypse. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I don't know who that is. I mean, it's just like I mean, I, you don't even recognize him. No, no, yeah, I don't recognize him too in that one. Is I mean, he's they, Oscar Isaac is the Star Wars guy, right? Yep, the yes, Star Wars. Yeah. Guy. So he's a Marvel Disney guy. 
Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they so play yeah. in the same. The only thing, the and... only person that's surprising Hawks. is probably uh, Ethan Hawke in a like yep, property yeah. now because I think he's Ethan always Hawk. been doing like he's in horror. he's a bad guy in there. Is he? Yeah, yeah, the one with the long hair. He has like a moment like Loki in the first Avengers where he has people kneel down. Mm. Similar like moment in that trailer. Supposedly mm. he plays a character named Arthur Harrow, a cult leader yeah. who encouraged mm. uh, mm. Moon Knight to embrace. Yeah. Yeah. To embrace his inner darkness. Oh, this mm. is like related to our um, main discussion in a way. Yeah. It's funny because you know how like we, we've seen this before where like Ethan Hawke's in here and he's in that one movie, The Black Phone or what is it called? I oh, don't call me a midnight or whatever. No, no, no. It was like called The Put Black the Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the phone down, um, kid. Uh, <laughs> Gremlins thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It feels like this is synergy. Like it had to be coming out there. Then you see him in there. So all the the buzz of like Ethan Hawke for a while. Like you have this. Because yeah, he's always. Is he having a renaissance now? No, I think he's, I think he's been always there. been doing stuff. But I think this, but the, those movie and the TV shows colliding. But he's doing like more scary bits. Like he's not. Yeah, he's been doing a, right. lot, yeah. a lot of independent films and scary uh, horror like genre. Scary. Yeah, genre, yeah. genre, genre, yeah. genre films. Yeah, that's him. a good way. Yeah. Are you going uh, to watch it, Ben? I am going to watch it actually. <laughs> um, I, I'm a fan of Oscar Isaac. I think he has like this charm in him, and it's kind of in- interesting to see him play this character that's not, not I don't want to say not as charming as like uh, well, com- uh, you know, compared to his characters in Star Wars or his other characters in other movies where they're a little bit more charming than this. Um, it's his it eyes. Is, it, oh, it's his what? His eyes. It's his eyes. I would say he has a lovely singing voice. I I would wait. Uh, what? What movie yeah. is this? I would no no. He uh well it's uh what's a um what's that one movie? It's black and white and uh, red all over. Called? It's a newspaper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis. Lewin Davis. Oh yeah, I've it, never it heard came of out this. like yeah. seven years ago. Um, mm. It's when he was still, um, you know. Independent, I guess, okay. in film. No, no, movie. not no name. Not no name. When he was a little name. Oscar. Uh, yeah, when actor. he was a little Oscar. Mm. Not a uh, big Oscar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would. He does. He has like videos out there where he plays. Uh, I wonder if he has a band. Actually, I don't even know if he has a band or whatnot. Really, he's oh, like, he's like he that. Likes, like he he's really that good. Yeah, I, I would oh, say he's wow. up there with like when it comes to his sing. It's it's Wait, more what, like what does it sound like? Like if he had to like go like oh I would say like, like singer songwriter folky that like that's his yeah. voice. Can, so thought, can can you think of a song? I or thought you going... singing that would like you would put in that category. Like oh, he sings like the Hugh Jackman, right? No, I don't know. Oh, actually. oh like uh, like Broadway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, so here uh, I'm on his I am I'm, I'm on his Wikipedia. Uh, interesting fact about him is that uh, while he was living in Miami, he played lead guitar and sang vocals for a ska punk band called Ooh. the Blinking Underdogs. Mm. Um, and then later on, the band enjoyed some success, opening for Green Day. The Mighty Mighty Boston. I feel like this was his, oh. height, his peak of his career is this moment. <laughs> oh, no. That's good. Um, I like that. While living as a musician, he was living as a straight edge lifestyle. Oh, so Ooh. that's interesting. Oh. Yeah. And then he Mr. went to Juilliard. 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 Uh, School of uh, Filmmaking. Acting. I don't know. Acting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's I want interesting. Him to sing yeah. to me. Yeah, I would. I, I would like it to be sing to me. What was it? 
I said, I think I'd like it if you sang to me. Oh, yeah, John. Advice. Can you sing to her? Right, no, no, no. I don't want John to sing to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Oscar Isaac to sing to me. Oh, okay. okay. name Oscar Isaac. No. That's not how much. he sounds. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, Moonlight. I think we're all excited just to watch it. It's six episodes long, premiering Wednesday, March 30th, of course, on Disney+. Plus. Moving on to our weekly roundup. Yeehaw! Is this where the sound say? effects, John? What sound effects? You have to do that. That whip. The the whips. Oh, oh! I didn't. I didn't add that before in the last one. Our yeah. thing was we have to say yeehaw at the same time. Okay. Weekly roundup. Yeehaw! yeehaw. Is it yeehaw? Okay, yeah. We haven't decided. Yee, 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 like yee. You know, like Kanye, formerly known as whatever West Yee or no, yeehaw yee. yee. is His a donkey. Yay, John. Yay! Oh, it's yay! Oh, yeehaw! 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 Let's start off our weekly roundup with a little discussion about Ghostbuster Afterlife. So I'm rounding you up, John and Audrey. What's your thoughts about? Ghostbuster Afterlife. Uh, so we bought this game, oh, not, this film. Uh, it's on VOD right now. <laughs> game. Yeah. We bought the game film. The game film. <laughs> so we, yeah, we watched it over the weekend. Uh, I was interested in watching it a while ago, but then you know, I we didn't have time to watch it in movie theater. So when I watched, I saw it on VOD. I got it. Uh, I'm a fan of Ghostbusters of all the movies. I, the one and two is always like nostalgia. The the third one is uh, I like it. It's a little bit different. Uh, so when Afterlife came on and going back to the original timeline, I would say. What's the third one? The first one is New York. Is uh, New York the second one? Is it's so New York? Yeah. The third oh, one. Well, take, well, the first one is is the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. No, the it, second yes. one is the museum. No, no, no. Sorry, no, no, museum. No, the first one is not the museum. It's the, it's the first one is, building. Yes. The first oh, one okay, is yeah. State Puff. And yeah. then the not, second one is Statue of Liberty. Statue Liberty. Yeah. In the, the museum. Third the third one say. is Women Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Uh, what is it called? Like, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, going to get the call or something? I forgot the name. The actual, there's a who are you going to call? I think it's is it who are you going to call? Or we pick a new call. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I thought it was just Ghostbusters. No, there's like a subtitle to it. I don't remember. To it. But either way, enjoyed it. Answer the call. That's what it's Answer the call. Yeah, yeah. So we watch Afterlife. Um, it's very different from the first two Ghostbusters. It's in that timeline, if you're interested in the timeline-wise, where it is. Uh, I enjoyed it. It is. It starts off a little bit slow for me mm-hmm. uh, to just like get to the parts. A lot of like nostalgia parts and in, uh, in the whole film with you know seeing the different gadgets, the Echo One, all these little pieces of like. Uh, is, trivial stuff that you see throughout the films. Is podcast the kid that's in the Reservoir Dogs show? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm yeah, I don't think so. He's not the little one, the little no, podcast I don't guy. Think so. He's no, not no. one of he's not one of the kids in there. No, no, no. I don't he think so. Like <laughs> he seems like it. Um, yeah, there's, there's 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 a young girl, I forgot their names, but it's a family that goes up. McKenna, McKenna Grace is a young yes. girl. And then she plays like, if you've seen her, she's in The Conjuring and Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, uh, she always plays like the little version of all the characters. I think she's in Captain Marvel as small Miss Marvel. Too. She is, right? Yeah. She does like all the little yeah. bits. So it's her chance, I guess, to be her own star. And then she plays a relative of Egon Spangler um, or the 
the granddaughter of English, uh, Egon Spang- Spangler. And they go up there. Uh, I forgot where. I think I want to say it's Ohio. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's somewhere like in the Midwest. Do they even say what state? They did. did they, they said. They, they said. And uh, something goes weird. Oklahoma. Basically. Says yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, one of those. So, yeah, so something goes weird. And then it's up to the family and the team of kids to figure out uh, what's going on. And yeah, you get like a little oh, it's, adventure. It's something that you like. Is yeah, kids, kids saving save the, the world. Yeah, 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 save the day and stuff like that. And it is, it's emotional, especially towards the ending because all this nostalgia uh, uh, are like coming about with all the other characters and, uh, and just seeing stuff like just remembering like oh yeah this and that I, I won't i won't ruin anything but i think it's a good film like i think people compare it to like the force awakens i see people and i can see that like it is a taking something a reboot old. a restore yeah, so it's, it's just like a, a soft reboot of this these care the story this uh overall story and introducing like a young generation and I'm like all for it. Like I want to see the younger younger generation, especially the the four people they pick out of. Even even though like some sub couple of them need more like characterization, but I'm I'm all for it if they you know they do more with the characters. And she, I think she the the main uh, protagonist. She's like the one that you mostly pay attention to, and it's like oh yeah, this, she's like the, uh, embodies a lot of the uh, Ghostbusters inside, like her personality. Uh, well, might I add, it's also directed by the son of yes, uh, yes, yes, Ivan yes, Reitman, yeah. uh, Jason mm-hmm. Reitman. So uh, supposedly he should know a lot about the history of Ghostbusters. <laughs> I guess you could say. Supposedly, <laughs> yeah. oh no, I don't know how yeah. good or bad this film is. So uh, I thought it was it was uh, better than I expected. Uh, thinking about it, uh, yeah, I think it was it was a little bit of a slow. I think maybe because it was like. Like we were kind of watching it late, and so we were mm. like, we already ate and stuff. So you're kind of like, mm, I don't want to like pay attention to much things. But then it got, it got interesting. I really do like the girl. I like how they interact with the ghosts here. Mm-hmm. I think it's very much, um, it's like it's it's accepting of it. It's not like we don't have to question it too much. That's, yeah, yeah. It's like <clears throat> okay, because uh, it's like 20 years after the New York incident, 30 years or 30 years after yeah. the New York incident. And so they're like, well, that, and then the kids are like. Uh, the adults are talking to the kids who like, wait, you don't know what happened in New York three years ago. I'm like, no, that was bef- way before we were born, but it's also not like too out of the realm of their thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not, um, you don't have to go through that weird period of like, ghosts not real, you know, or paranormal is not real. It's like, okay. And then the way the ghost interacts with you, it's very like, okay, this is how we're going to communicate. This is how we're going to communicate, which I thought was interesting. Um, I cried at the end. I was super surprised. I didn't think I would cry in this movie. I think this one movie, like I'm the one that cried, and all you guys weren't crying. No, maybe. But you said it was emotional, <laughs> John, for you. Yeah, it is emotional. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, emotionally, it's, like nostalgic too. Like if it's everything, like just combined. Yeah, like, I think if you're a fan and it's of the originals, and I think this would be a good a good send off for you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think even like, if they don't make a sequel to this, I'm I'm happy. Like this is the end. This of is the this, end. Yeah. yeah. This Ghostbusters. This is a good uh, yeah. conclusion to their story. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could say. The, so the, is it, does it feel like a conclusion 
to kind at least the original cast. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, the original yes, cast yeah. definitely. I yeah. wish though Rick Morales was in this. Rick he's Moranis. not in, in Moranis. You know what's weird uh, is that I thought he was going to be in it. No, he's not in it at all. Yeah. He's There's been rumors mentioned. of him being back in acting, so it's like yeah. Oh. But I think it's only for Honey I Shrunk the Kids. So. Yep, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's the one for Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, I guess he had to pick his thing, but mm-hmm. I mean, he had a personal reason for. Not yeah, plus yeah. like he's like the lead in Honey, so Honey yep, yeah, yeah. So it makes sense with uh, Jessica Alba, right? On Honey. that's too different yeah anyway the um the what, what, what's the i forget the how do you say the the demon there they summoned in the first film gonzo uh, yeah gonzo. gonzo gonzo no no it's something else gonzo. Gorg, gargamel gorg, 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 gorgonzola i'm not super sure yeah, yeah. i forget but um like John was saying, that was a good lookalike, and I was like, it is. But Gozer. then it was a Gozer. There you go. <laughs> but it was a weird thing. Like they like her. I don't remember exactly how she looked like before, but it almost looks like they had a suit on her that went it up, is. up to her neck, and then there seemed like a very distinct line between the 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 the, the like sharpie kind of kind of like a scaleness. I think they did that purposely. But like it it wasn't a a seamless thing. It should have Mm. gone up the neck into the face a little bit more to make it like this is all of me instead of this is like a dancey type woman. Um, I mean, she doesn't dance. It looks like like a Broadway outfit. Yeah, like a leotard. Like something like, like, yeah, exactly. Like like at a play. And I don't remember her being like No, no. She's way like... I think her. she was sexier in the yes, 80s. Yes, way right? More sexier. Yeah, yeah. She reminds me of the girl from the second um, Night of Living Dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That uh, is, return, is, return of Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, that, yes, uh, yeah. that look and that style. Yeah. And maybe, because it, like, it looked like they could have done, like, uh, what's her face in Mystique in the X-Men? Like, how that outfit mm-hmm, looked. Of course, yeah. that was painted and, like, just... But I think things. this one's aiming for a younger audience. Yeah, I guess. I th- be, but I, I mean, feel they, they, like... all they had to do was just put a little bit more prosthetics on the neck up the up to the head, kind of like if you were doing a Star Trek character. Yeah, yeah. And it would have been much more seamless, mm-hmm. I think. That was just, the, but that's just me. That's an aesthetic part. Um, I do love the little the little Stay puff dudes. So you saw those, Ben? Right? I hated those things. <laughs> I love them. They're like little minions. Yeah, but they're like <laughs> they're, so annoying. No, it doesn't make sense at all. Why it they're doesn't there. matter though? They're... I feel like that's like a nostalgic like cash grab. Oh, and like the whole movie isn't a nostalgic. No, like like, like, that's like the only thing I didn't like about the film. I mean, that's the part you have to get kids in. Yeah. Do you think that was like the commentary on that? I don't know if it plays out like that actually. It could have been. I mean, yeah. of course they they were they were very. There's a lot of product placement. Uh, Paul Rudd goes gets goes to, to Walmart. a Walmart where no one's inside. Yeah. There. Um. To I go mean, to go to the this Those is Super Bowl Walmart commercial. commercials paid off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, no, it really yeah. was it, because I do remember that they had a Ghostbuster flavor at yeah. uh, Baskin Robin. Um, I love I love in movies how when uh, when you go into grocery stores and they're zoned perfectly because you, you guys never worked in retail I did and so you have to zone everything and it looks so nice and I, I love I love and everything's like it. like when he went to get the Baskin Robbins everything every oh, label it was full and it was yeah. perfect and, and it, the it only was, thing that he pulled out is that one ice cream and. That's nothing perfectly, fell. yeah, nothing fell, but yeah. nothing moved or anything <laughs> that like awesome. that. But then I mean, he meets the marshmallow people. Yeah, <laughs> so and, then, and then, but then they do what marshmallows do. Oh, like gremlins? They just yeah. have it? Yeah, see, gremlins are stupid little things. No, no, like those, those are better. Gremlins are, if one the marshmallow, like, combined, I would I would, I would be all for it. Like, if it made, no, like, a bigger they're marshmallow. Chaos. They're an agent they of chaos. So what, the, what does chaos do? I think I wanted them to be more, like, bigger, probably. How, no, they're mini the, marshmallows. What? I was gonna ask, like, how are the CGI ghosts? Like the, you know, like uh, before it was like, yeah, yeah, like, like uh, stop motion. Before yeah, yeah. It looked, 
No, I mean they look like like any other like today ghost, modern ghost ghostbusters. 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 going spread. That's my new, uh, my, new my my paranormal cooking show. Yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> you, I, I the, go to haunted houses. There's a seance, and then they have to get a, a old cook like yeah. uh, what's her name? Oh, the old chef. Oh, uh, um, oh, what's her name? Yeah, the lady Julia Schaub. Yeah, yeah, Julia Schaub. The chicken. Yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. Uh, I'm gonna write this down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I like the end. It made me cry. I was like, oh. And then I think Paul Rudd was used just enough. Just enough. I yeah, he wasn't too much in it. He feels like a, in in the in the oh. He feels like unchangeable. He, he, yeah, he feels yeah. like us. He he is our age or generation of the movie. Who's like, hey kids, don't you remember? This is all great, and then just enough in there. And I think they use him well. It's mm-hmm. like that character from uh, Jurassic but, World. I'm yeah, but he's he's just enough where he's not like a fanboy. He just knows of the information yeah, and yeah. was like, oh yeah, this happened. He's not like a person who's like, oh yeah, I collected all the cars and you know, uh, oh all yeah, this stuff. yeah, yeah. And then it's uh, just enough information for every other adult. Like, oh yeah, we heard of Ghostbusters, and that's it. Like, they don't, they don't like. No, no one is like a huge fan of them. Yeah, and they explain why too. Like, what what happened to them? <laughs> it's like an hour thirty, maybe or two hours oh, straight. Two hours. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, if if you because you do uh, when you do watch it, Ben, um, mm-hmm. just make sure you actually watch the credits. Okay. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Ooh, make sure you watch credits. Can't wait. I'm assuming mm-hmm. Slimer comes in. Oh no! Uh, uh, you you'll be yeah. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> no, Turtles. but that blue that blue Slimer. Is oh, Muncher. Muncher. He's like yeah. a caterpillar or something, dude. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. Yeah. Muncher. I don't think I I saw that in the ads at all. Like I don't think that. Oh yeah, there's a. You've seen the blue the yeah, blue you've, thingy, you've seen right? it, but you didn't know what was it. He's, oh, he's okay. in the trailer in the new trailer. Okay, muncher. Yeah, but the the mini the mini stay puffs are cool. Uh, John's wrong. No, they're not. No, John's wrong. <laughs> would um, you Would you do Would you do Ben? Would you round up? No, I was. I, I have an order in here. So the next oh, thing sorry, I ask, me. whatever. I was trying actually, to transition because I'm trying to participate too. But never mind. Yeah. Uh, it's Alien Three. Is the fine? It's thing. my turn to talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I watched Alien Cube today. I like um, that Alien Cube. I haven't watched this in a very, very long time. Like, yeah, no, either of I. I couldn't remember. I know I can't. I don't even know how many aliens there are. I am a friend. Friend. I'm a friend of the franchise. Actually, you're a was friend it, of the alien. Was <laughs> I'm it a friend of the franchise. Three times the suspense. Was it uh, three times the danger? I don't know. Was or it three, is times, it three the times the terror? Oh, sorry. Yeah, retake, retake. Yeah, Alien Three. Um. No, the only reason, well, the reason why I particularly wanted to watch this, because it's, I guess it's leaving Amazon Prime, like, in 10 days. So I was like, I might as well watch it. I, and I was pretty sure that this is the one where um, uh, Ripley shaves How's her it? head. Yeah. And so I wanted to see that, because I shaved my head this year, too. So I was like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to see that. Because, you know, that she was one of the inspirations, you know, all the strong uh, females, her, G.I. Jane, and... Tank girl. Tank girl. Tank what's, girl what's, is a good yeah. Uh, yeah. What's what's Rosa, the lady? Rosa. I forget her name. What's the lady that ripped up the the picture of the Pope on SNL? Oh, I don't know. What's her, her name? Shanaina. Shanaina. Oh, Shanaina O'Connor. Yeah. Her son committed suicide recently. That was sad. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think, I don't <laughs> think that we need to know that. But. Well, I was talking about it. Um. 
And then, so yeah, and I was hold like, up? so uh, I, I guess people say this is not the best one. I can see why. It's a little, it's a, it's a really out there. Like if you'd never saw this, you and you watched the other films, you would be fine. Um, nobody even knows about this. The only thing it it expanded a little bit on the lore, um, but they they basically took whatever they liked from there and used them in the other films, so that if you didn't see this, you wouldn't miss the additional lore that they had in here. Um, I thought she was going to shave her head because I thought it was like, oh, yeah, I remember it's a prison. It's a male. It's an all male prison. And she was trying to like, um, how do you blend say? in like blend in and not like be temptation as a female and stuff. But the only, the only reason why they had her shave her head was because they have a lice problem. Really? That yes. was it? Oh, then, I didn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, the doctor there is like, <laughs> I don't oh, remember like, that at all. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I was like, And then uh, the doctor's like, oh, yeah, I really should shave your head soon. And then he goes, and then when you're better, you, I'll give you the clippers and you can shave your private parts. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't want okay. crabs either. <laughs> I'm glad he's really thinking about that for me. But Did they sterilize everything? Like you see him sterilize stuff? No, why? Because what's the point of cutting people's hair with the same shaver if one person has lice and you just go to the next one with the same? If you see their living condition, I don't think they're really... Um, it's a deleted scene <laughs> no no they actually don't sanitize because they did an autopsy and uh he literally cut 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 the body you don't see that part but he wipes his hand on his chest like like this like oh, you go yeah. ew gross or, you know and just just so that when they do a wide shot you can see there's blood on his um his like little surgeon outfit sort of thing hmm. i hate that do you do, does that bother you guys being in the medical field when you see people who are medicalness in movies and the way they take off their gloves where they oh, don't yeah, do it yeah. properly. They uh, just take no, off yeah, one yeah, and, and then they use their, their fair, ungloved yeah, hand yeah, yeah, yeah. to touch the other dirty glove of whatever yes, it is. Yeah. That's contaminated. That I always get they bothered by the lighting in um, labs. In, yes. Um, right. Oh yeah. It's like dark. Yeah. It's, it's very dark. dark. It's very nefarious. Film? Yeah, we yeah. recently watched a film where it's, everything was hella dark in the lab. I forgot what oh, was it. I don't it. know. I can't think it was, of it. yeah, yeah. I can't think of it. But Audrey and I was like, why is it so dark in these films? Oh, no, it was Chucky. Anything. It was Chucky. Oh, and yeah. It was the hospitals yeah. in the Chucky TV oh, series. Oh, yes. It was, like, it was a very moody, lights. it was yeah, a very yeah. emo hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sad in there. Um, no, so this one, uh, I don't know if you remember, but it's basically she's there. I forget on Alien 2 where they're leaving, but uh, something happens. Uh, you know how like an aliens are always in cryo sleep and stuff when they travel, when they space travel. So yes, something happened. Yeah. They crash land on a planet that's a prison planet, basically, for Wayland yutani uh, And of course, there's a little alien that followed them on the thingy. So, you know, it's them trying to figure out, oh, first she has to convince these people there is an alien and then they have to convince them how to to defeat it and of course on this planet it's a prison planet and they don't give the prisoners anything so they don't have any weapons or mm -hmm. conventional things that you've seen in the previous alien movies to defeat them which is kind of interesting like flamethrower yeah they barely have fire they had to like uh because the don't they like to torch or something yeah well yeah, again, yeah they, they, they are the they have fire but um because they work in a foundry yeah so uh, i think they are mining lead or something like that basically um uh this one here the big the big part of the lore is uh she gets impregnated with the alien queen for mm -hmm. some reason. I don't remember. I don't know if they even really explained that. I was trying I to do not remember out. any of this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sort of thing. And of course the, when there, there's a rescue team coming, of course. And of course they know that there's an alien on the ship. So of course they're coming to come get her. Um, you know, they're, they, they trap the alien, they kill it. Um, and then of course they want, you know, what's her face? 
uh Ripley? Yeah, because you know, she has the little the little queen in oh, her, yeah, right? Yeah. The queen is the one that lays all the, the babies and stuff like that. So they want her. Of course she's like, No, I'm gonna, you know, she sacrificed herself. She jumps she jumps off the thing into like a you know, um uh a big melting thing of lead, I guess. I guess they just keep the lead boiling or something. And then, you know, then the little alien queen baby jumps out of her chest and she grabs it like that and then she holds it and then she falls into the the lead like a mummy. And dies, right? Yeah, but she looks like a mummified mummy. You know how they cross their hands mm-hmm. and they're perfectly yeah. straight, which is odd. I would think she would be like, ah, you know how like you would like flare your your limbs and stuff, but she didn't. And that's it. So I mean, I, like it's like like all there is is that there's a queen there, basically, and of course we find out more about queens in the other films and things like that. I, there's only I do, one alien in here. I do remember this is the movie that it was the first movie for David Fincher, and that. It was his first time to like actually make a movie because he was he's usually a music video director uh, when he started um, out. He directed like yeah. a lot of Madonna music videos, and then like a yeah, lot of I, studio I, um, interference. Yeah, does that look like it? Does it look like like things uh, are like chopped up like in a weird I way? Know, so or- like there was one thing too that I was um, I was going to ask you, Ben. I, the one thing I noticed in here, and I think I only really noticed because I had the subtitles on because I was also. Um, because the kids are like, you know, around the house and stuff. So sometimes I can't always hear the audio very well. There was a lot of like, um, okay, so we're in a scene and we're talking and then the main and then like whatever, like we're in a group and we're talking and then the group kind of dissipates and the main and then we start to follow a character and we go away from that group. And then there's like indistinct chatter basically, or you hear, but the indistinct chatter was very strange to me because I would hear uh uh, very clearly the start of a sentence and then it gets muffled and then all of a sudden you hear the start of another sentence kind of and then it gets muffled again but it happened a, like all throughout the movie and like oh, it's, it, seemed, it's, it seemed weird to me to be like you know like when you walk away because then of course when you walk away other people talking you hear it and then it goes away or something but it was very much it, it was like almost a way to do exposition a little bit or something like or like to like so you can kind of figure out the other people's opinions because like they say something you know behind her back or something mm-hmm. like that but it was just yeah it was very weird like it happened a lot like i don't know if it was just to show that there were they were a small group of people i think it's only 25 people on this place um so i don't know that it was just weird i don't know if that's a thing that you do like in films or if that's a, a style i don't to know if it, have... prob- i have no because like in <laughs> other David Fincher's movies, I don't think he does it like that at all. Yeah, it so was. Wonder... It just. It seemed weird. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just. Maybe because oh, yeah. because I was able to see it on the screen saying "indistinct chatter" like mm-hmm. so often. Um, but apparently, this one like um, I think she got like, uh, or was nominated for best visual effects. Uh, and which uh, or an Academy Award for best. Uh, it was nominated for an Academy Award for best visual oh, okay. effects, which I thought was strange. Um. I don't uh I think there was some CGI in it which I really didn't like. Um I think because there was jumping or like it had to go from somewhere else but um you didn't really see the alien that much in here. So it's not I know, like I, I, um, go ahead. It, it's not like a um what do you call that? Like um what do you call it? Practical effect alien? Not Just, too much. It it oh. was but it it was like I mean, we always know that it's somebody in a suit, but it seemed yeah, different yeah. in this one. I don't know why. I'm not sure if it was just maybe the way it was shot or something like that. But the only, the one the one thing about here, I remember John. I was asking in the very beginning. I said, "Do we ever see the alien go into an animal?" And you're like, "No." And then the, the alien went into a dog, and then it jumped oh, straight up inside dog. Yeah, I know. Like, there, uh, I remember 
because during that time when this movie came out, there were a bunch of toys of aliens. I don't know if you remember oh, this. Oh, really? Oh. And there were like dog toys of yeah, alien, yeah, so that's part, yeah, alien so that's dogs. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. But the because I because later on because I really like Prometheus. I, I love Resurrection, Prometheus, and um, Covenant. Covenant. Um, yeah. And they talk more about the lore, especially about the xenomorphs. Um, they usually they they always take on the DNA and they become a new from whatever mm-hmm. their host yep, is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and yeah. in this one, she like when it came out, it was like all on all fours, but it just literally like it looked like it did that because it was low to the ground, so it came out on all fours like a person on all fours. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you would have no idea that it, it had um, merged with the dog, which I thought was. A missed opportunity i don't know how i mean not not like to give it ears and stuff but something like, yeah, yeah something yeah. else it has barking. to take something from it the only thing that rig uh i always want to say rigby <laughs> i always want to say eleanor rigby but it's ellen uh ripley yeah um, <laughs> eleanor yeah um ripley she uh she says you know this one's different it moves different or it does something different like i guess it um because it wouldn't kill her because it sensed the queen. So I don't know if that's what it's saying. Is that like, because like a dog can sense things or smell things. So I don't know if that's what it's trying to hint at. And that's how aliens in the future can sense her mm-hmm. with being part alien too or something like that. Um, but that that's uh, something I wish. Like, I don't know how they would make it a dog. I mean, H.R. Gear could have did something. But I don't know if H.R. Gear even did anything. I, I don't know. I don't know if he does anything with the with these films beyond just the original design of the I alien. think it's the original design. I don't think he yeah. touches any like the art design anymore yeah. uh, beyond the first one. I don't know. The later films feel like very much his style unless somebody's just um i think someone's mimicking, mimicking it. Like, yeah, like, yeah, mimicking yeah, yeah. It. it's all mimicking, yeah. But it yeah. feels like it really um like those films feel more HR geeker. Maybe that's why I like those better than this. Yeah. One. But yeah, I wish there would have been an alien dog. Do you remember the toy? Did it, did it, is it just something, is it just like a face hugger jumping out of a dog? Oh, no, it's like, it looks like an alien with four legs. Uh, you could probably Google it. Uh, mm. Alien dog toy. <laughs> but, but does it look like an alien that's on all fours? Just like it's a human, like on all fours or does it look dog like? It looks I don't, no. It looks like an alien on fours. On yeah, the, see, that's that what I don't like. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. seems like, like if you if I didn't know there was a dog in the film, I'm like, oh, that alien's just crawling. <laughs> you know, that's true. <laughs> that's not. But to me, it was just it's just not. Oh yeah, creative. like when you Google it, it does just look like an alien on fours. It doesn't. Yeah, look right. Like... So that's not that's not fun. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm probably going to plan to revisit that one in the fourth one. I have like the Blu-rays, but I never revisit. You really? Them. Yeah. Oh. I always ask John if he ever wants to borrow those. Yeah, John. <laughs> you, he's always asking and you're always saying, no, stop. Don't yeah. Oh, yeah. Mind. I was like, I'm against physical. I don't take physical media yeah. anymore. It's like all of a sudden we- I just want to stream everything. Yep, uh, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of uh, not doing things physical, but you read mm-hmm. something. Did you read it physically? <laughs> I uh, I did, and you got me. I, yes, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you got me. I read something physical. I read uh, the new issue of Miss Marvel. So, in I guess late 2021, around December, they rebooted Miss Marvel, the comic series from Marvel, and they call it. How many Beyond times the have Limit. they done this already? Well, it's probably the third or fourth time. Oh, wow. They do this. It's basically it's volumes now for uh, so this is like volume four, uh, different story. Like it's a it's a jump off point if you don't if you never read Miss Marvel, that helps you kind of jump off. And then mostly they do this if they switch creators or or if they have a new like story or whatnot. So mm-hmm. yeah, this one is written by Samira Ahmed, 
so he also writes, I want to say, Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, that book too. So he now writes also Miss Marvel and, and this one, the Beyond the Limit. So if you're a fan of the previous Miss Marvel... I just want to uh, think... clarify, Samira Mohammed is not a guy. Oh, it's not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. we was uh, I, f- I forgot. I was looking at something else. Sorry. So sometimes <laughs> in creators, I don't look it up sometimes. And I swore, uh, or maybe I, I was wrong in here. Uh, I mean, A, generally in most uh, languages is female. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the the previous one was probably a guy. So, I did uh, Miss Marvel? Yeah, there was there was a time, there's a a, a period of time where it switched. So this, she's probably the third creator. That's why of uh, the the book, hmm. uh, Miss Marvel. So there's one before him, uh, before her, that also write uh, the Spider-Man one. I want I forgot his name, but I I think I I'm so confused because the uh, the uh, it gets kind of confusing when they switch writers, and I don't know if they switch writers sometimes. <laughs> um, it's fine. So yeah, my mistake <laughs> for that one. So no wonder this one feels very different from the previous Miss Marvel. This one's is, is like a not a soft reboot, but it's it's odd. So th- there's a TV show called Miss Marvel coming out. There's like a, a little bit controversy about that TV show because they're kind of like changing her powers in there. Uh, so she, her powers, she's a inhuman and she has stretchy, like Mr. Fantastic, uh, from the Fantastic Four. And then that's her like basic powers for, if you see in the comic books, but then like she's learning, actually having different powers now. I don't know if she's evolving. I don't know if humans do that. I'm not like in the lore of the humans. So I don't know if they can have like more than just one power. So I'm well, assuming- does it the uh jean gray isn't she like she's a, a mutant though like they're considered mutant like they're they're different isn't uh, is Mar- human no it's like different like you're born with the power or something like that you're, you get the power from an alien species a human in inhuman yeah inhumans like and i-n or e-n i-n-h-u-m-n um uh so th- that's what hu- inhumans are they're, they're from a, they're from the creed i don't really know like 100 like, <laughs> uh, if i'm saying it right no, now no, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then X Men are mutants. So you like, know where Marvel. she got her inhumanness? Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she's a fan of Captain Marvel, and then she took the mantle of Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, used to be called Miss Marvel. So now she took the mantle, like he's passing the baton. How did she get her power, though? Oh, her power! I thought you said the name. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought uh, she got hers from a cloud. That's cool. What? Okay. <laughs> I think you explained this. I, I, I explained yeah, it. I explained yeah. it. I'm like repeating exactly the exact same things. So in this new book, she is back. At, it starts off where she's in Chicago, and then she is visiting her cousin, and then something happens. Her cousin is a an anti cloud. No, it's like a <laughs> she's a scientist that is is a. Experimenting with the multiverse. So she is, I don't know what's her like official name or uh, profession, but she's a A mad scientist. Experimenting. What would you call that? Um, Studying. Researching the multiverse. Yeah, (laughs) researching. Researching the multiverse. Uh, She thinks she found something or created something that can see other multiverse. Uh, Something happens where to the point where Miss Marvel touches the object and then she sees her multiverse selves in different dimensions or verse uh, universes oh. so you see like dozens of them 
uh, explains I, the cover now because I'm yes, yes, the cover yeah. Now. Then, then she uh, fixes the situation and she's like, "Oh, this is interesting. I saw all these different, you know, versions." And then it leads off when she comes home. Then something's happening where um, she's like, "I wish I could get that." can of soda across the way and then she started to have like a spidey spider sense Ooh. like a tingly spider sense and then i get that too i feel like my tingles uh and at towards like towards the in, uh, ending there's someone that's baby basically acting like her and then she's trying to figure out so because mm. i'm a spider-man fan this is like touches a lot of, like story beats of spider-man which makes it boring i don't or... know so i don't <laughs> know yet it's how they end this thing this could be either clone saga spider-man multiverse it, there's a part of me like this is like all rehash storylines for marvel like the, all mm. these like multiverse and stuff like that but i also like i i, wa- I want to support miss marvel like i i uh it's a character that i felt like oh this is like similar to peter parker but like a two, new generation and whatnot but I, I have to see where they end. I only read there's only two issues right now for the Beyond the Limit. It is the new title for Miss Marvel. The last one is called Magnificent Mar- Miss Marvel. So this is like the next story. Uh, if you're a, if you want to like read it in order, if you find it like in hardcover. When when she goes to meet her scientist aunt or whatever cousin, cousin yeah. um, she already is Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. This okay, is a continuation. so she already is. Yeah, yeah. So this she is already is Miss Marvel, and then she sees her other self. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There's one Miss Marvel that is a president of the United States, Ooh. and I guess I, I after sometimes I uh, sometimes Marvel does this where they do like multiverse stuff mm-hmm. like this. Uh, I looked that up, and I guess that's reference to another like uh, comic book that she is president and then i was oh, like oh okay. okay so it's a comic book that takes place in the future i don't know the title off the top of my head but she is the president of the united states in that comic book so oh, it's interesting oh. like oh so that's if you're like doing all like if you're reading every single marvel it's book canon. It's canon. yeah everything's making sense but if you're just reading this one book and then uh, it makes sense in the sense like oh yeah this is just a continuation story of miss mm-hmm. marvel but I'm I'm for it. Uh, uh, I will see how long the the original or the magnificent Miss Marvel kind of like stopped all of a sudden, and then I stopped getting it for a couple of months, and all of a sudden I started getting this one. I was like, oh, okay, this is part of the continuation. And I read, yeah, because they switch creators. And again, uh, sorry, I didn't realize it was like a whole different person that's doing it. I forgot. I want to research who did the original, the one before this, but I, I swore it's another person, like a. Uh, 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 yeah, another person who does it. Um, if someone like say myself, I don't read these comic books. Would you want me to begin here, or you, is there like a storyline that you would recommend aside from this? That uh, you- I mean, so if you never read, um, what you call Miss Marvel, I think this is a good s- starting point. It does the thing where they explain like right away what's happening. Like what's happening in the uh uh what'd you call it the the like a quick so like uh, what's his name Stanley always said like you have to treat every comic book like it's the first issue for a reader so they kind of do this here like treat this as the first volume another new volume where uh someone's reading Miss Marvel and I just found I the, can see why yeah. you got mistaken <laughs> I I found the previous writer his name was Saladin Ahmed so. Uh, he has the same last name. I'm oh, saying. yeah. 
Yes, so yes. So they have the same last name. And their first name begins with the same yes. letters. So that's why I was I super uh, 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 confused for a moment uh, what's happening. So he is the one who also writes um, what you call it, Miles Morales Spider-Man. So I didn't know they switched. So that, that's why it, was, it makes all sense now why, um, what you call it, the, 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 the new volume. Cool. Um, yeah, I've been meaning to ever because you always praise Miss Marvel. I'm always meaning to uh, read about her, but Did I guess I'm just gonna. Grow up? Huh? No, Marvel. Marvel Times is like slow. Like every, I forgot the actual calculation. Like one year is one month in Marvel Time or something. Whoa, like that. really? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very slow. Like the the time oh, in okay. comic books. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's issues of peter parker where he's an adult though right and yeah peter parker kids. yeah is adult like in but, his... i mean that's only because that series has been going on yeah. for like 30 i'll years. say he's, he's either almost he's 60 in... years i think yeah, yeah. Right? okay yeah. he's either in his late 20s or mid 30s yeah she's a high school student still okay, so, okay. Yeah. so and she's been a high school student so last like five 10 years or how long she's been like she's been that uh, mm, age okay, the whole time okay. yeah. I, I just didn't know how old this character was has it been from a long time and no, so she's no. had a whole lifespan and then they just rebooted her to be young again no, or... no, no. i think she's the the comic's been out more at least five years so she's a new more. character in the um, sense of creating characters uh yeah yes. i mean not 10 new, years like, oh, she yeah. just came out yeah, but yeah. she's yeah, within the 10 years it says there like she was first appeared in 2013 so oh yep. yes yeah. okay 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 i get it um, a lot. I think a lot of Marvel new characters are appearing in the MCU now because they're trying to bring those fans. I'm assuming now too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the, so we don't have to pay attention to those. Don't be tricky. The MCU people actually grow up. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. That is uh, Miss Marvel and what is it called actually <laughs> oh beyond the limits beyond the limits which is a um, comic book that you could get right now and then you watch alien 3 on amazon prime right yes i did cool and then um what was the other one that you oh yeah ghostbusters you guys yeah so i'm gonna mention two things that you could watch on apple tv plus uh, is that what it's called? I actually don't know. Apple Plus. Uh, Apple Plus. I don't think Apple it's called. TV. Oh, no, Apple no, TV. It's TV Plus. It is yeah. Apple TV Plus. <laughs> I don't like the name. Because there's stuff on Apple TV and then there's Apple TV Plus? Yes. Yeah, so the, Apple Plus, the Plus is the uh, the actual shows they produce. Yeah. Think of like, um, yeah, yeah. Like Apple TV, Hulu, you can still buy it like as Amazon, its own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as is its it own, a pay? Like, you have to pay different? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Apple yeah. TV is just a hub. To get like, if you want Hulu, Amazon, like Fire Stick, Amazon, yeah, Fire, Fire Stick. Stick. Yeah. Oh. Apple TV is an actual device. That's it. Oh, okay. But I think Continue. you get like a free year subscription if you got Apple TV and you get Apple TV Plus. I think. I think. I think if you have so many Apple products, or like you have this Apple, this Apple, you should be able to get certain things. Like, oh, that's included because yeah, I, I believe so. Too. <laughs> I don't know why you gotta keep buying so many. I apps. know. Um, so the first thing I'm going to mention on Apple TV Plus is a movie. Um, I don't think I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I was very young when I was introduced with like William Shakespeare, like the plays of William Shakespeare. I was like really sixth grade, yeah. And oh, okay, it's not like we learn just like the basic like Romeo and Juliet. We actually learn like even the things that you wouldn't learn about in high school, like. Um, uh, 
uh, Much Ado About Nothing or oh. A Midnight, A Midsummer Night's Dream and all those other ones um, like Hamlet, whatever. I think Hamlet, Romeo and Juliet and I don't know, Othello are like the ones you would probably learn in like mm-hmm. high school. Yeah, I don't I, think I, I was never taught it till high school at all. Yeah, I learned all that in sixth grade. <laughs> wow. So like, uh, not apparently, but it was that and like our teacher was very... He he was very like much into academia and everything. I don't know. I don't know if he was like a literature person because we learned mm. that and a lot of like um, Greek gods and different types. Yeah, of- see, I remember during like the what is it the Renaissance stuff, whatever yes, that's yeah. during that era. I don't. Oh no, yeah, we learned of all of that stuff. He was less about like math and such, so that's probably why I'm not really good at math. But, um, uh, but like you're so <laughs> you're so re- well read. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like what's uh, one plus words? one? It's <laughs> Julia. You can pronounce <laughs> words. Yeah. You're very good at that. Yes. Woo. So on Great. Apple TV Plus, there is an adaptation to uh, Macbeth. Uh, it is called the Tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, it stars mm-hmm. Denzel Washington and uh, Francis McDormand, uh, who is the who is known. What's that? Uh, the um, What's that one movie that just came out? Right? Oh, No Man Land. She won a Oscar for the recent movie No Man Land a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Um, so she plays Lady Macbeth, and Denzel Washington plays Macbeth. Uh, it is adapted by uh, Joel Conan, one of the uh, Conan brothers. Uh, people, I think, know yeah. them really well. You know, uh, I don't want to. What's that one movie that's really popular? Um, Conan or Cohen? Cohen, Cohen, Cohen. Cohen. You mean like, Cohen. like oh, Raising H. Arizona? Yeah. yeah, Raising Arizona, Cohen Brothers, yeah. But only one of the, the brothers directed this, not both. And this, I think this is the first time this has happened where only one of the brothers. There's an article somewhere out there I didn't read yet where he explains why this, why he was the only one directing the movie. I think it's because this is like a passion project. Like he loves oh. like William mm-hmm. Shakespeare. And uh, I think the... Uh, why she's he's married to Francis McDormand, like wanted to play Lady Macbeth on film. And then, of course, if you have like a successful actor and a successful director, you could do whatever you want uh, to make whatever you want. <laughs> so uh, that's one thing that they explain uh, on an interview I, I, I watched. But yeah, so what stands out with this film is that it's black and white. I know there's like another version. Oh, of, really? Yeah, Macbeth that's black uh-huh. and white. But this one is very harsh, like very high contrast lighting. Like it looks like a oh. painting. Um, really? Yeah. Do you guys Not know like like that? Uh, what's that called? Sin City? Like that? Type yes. Of- yeah. Yeah. Like that. Mm. Like uh, Sin City. Um, in an interview, he references like German expressionism, like in film. Uh, mm. I think you know, like uh, Nos- Nosferatu and Metropolis. Yes, yes, like those are German expressionists. Yeah, yeah films where it's like harsh lighting it looks like paintings uh um what's really cool about this film and like fascinating is that they use sets instead of like oh. actual um yeah like the actual so it feels like you're location. in a play yes exactly or watching a play yeah it's, it uh-huh. feels like that uh, it feels like you're in a play um and then i like there's like this the uh, aspect ratio is also different in here so it makes it seem like you're on like a stage set. You can only see this little bit, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I appreciate all that like ambition it had. Um, but yeah, if you like, it, it, it doesn't change anything with the text. So if you love like 
William Shakespeare's language or you understand it a little bit more. Like I know it's not the it's not accessible at all. <laughs> the, no. His plays. So you had to like dig deep. Uh, for me, I, I remember the plays really well, at least the 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 the, the points, like the plot points really well. The so I notes. understood most of it. What was it? The cliff notes. Yeah, the cliff notes, I guess you could say. <laughs> so like uh, for those who don't know, uh, Macbeth is about um, a person, but Macbeth, who is visited by three witches. And these three witches uh, predict a, a, a prophecy that he'll become the king of Scotland. And the whole play is about him either trying to fulfill that prophecy by doing deeds that are not moral, I guess you could say. Uh, it's about like someone who's obsessed with like power and ambition oh. and whatnot. So that's like the the gist of that um, for the play. It's like most William Shakespeare's play, like someone who's like obsessed with something and then gets in trouble and dies. Is this where he talks to the skull? No, that's Hamlet. Oh, this is the one. Is that... this where he's like spot get out thing spot or whatever that lady? Wait, and... which one? <laughs> Where she's like spot get out spot or something, where it's like she has like a blood spot in her hand or like in like her clothing or something. Uh, I don't know. Probably that's that reference to there's a text that's famous with Lady Macbeth, where um, for those who don't know that she is the one that's also um, encouraging Macbeth to 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 uh, fulfill his prophecy too. And there's like to a, be like ruthless. Yeah, to be ruthless. There is a scene about mm-hmm. blood in the hands that's like very famous. Maybe that. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm. There's another scene with the witches that's also famous about like oh, I forgot the name. I forget how you say it. It's like boil trouble trouble. It's like a rhyme. Oh yeah, yeah. Boil boil trouble trouble. Yeah yeah yeah. This that where one. they share one eye or no? That's a Greek thing, huh? Where they share the one eye. No. Uh, yeah, that's probably that. But the, what's I would say if you want to just watch it for the performance of the witch, uh, the Ooh. witch is played by. I like that. I, I'm trying to get where where who are the witches? Uh, Catherine Hunter. Apparently, uh, she is a well known stage actor, like internationally well known. Oh, um, she plays all three witches, and they do a really cool Ooh, like um, visual trickery techniques. To, is it like old and scraggly or is it like sexiness? Uh it's 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 old and scraggly, but it's like a very mm. different old and scraggly that you don't see about that's not represented in witches. It's like very oh. frightening and uh, a lot of bodies parts are moving and whatnot. <gasps> uh, he's she's supposed to represent like a bird, so it's like her mm. a bird without wings in the in the in the play. Oh. So it's that's interesting. How fun. Um other than that, yeah, like there's a lot of detail, craft, and love is displayed in the frame. There's a character so. named Lennox in here. Uh, yes, I forgot. I didn't who, know that. Is that where we just... got the name from? No, no. I didn't, know, I didn't know Lennox was like a Shakespeare name. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, with the two ends too, especially you yeah. always see it spelled with one end. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like uh, China or like uh, fine China and like an air conditioned place. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, like it's part of like Cohen, Cohen, one of the, uh, well, Cohen's, uh, wheelhouse. So you know how like, they're always about like, you murder someone and you have to deal with the consequences of this murder in all of Mm -hmm. their films mostly. Um, so that's like, I I can see why he chose Macbeth as a, as a a thing to adapt to film. I would love to see him. Go on. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just, I would love to see him do other 
adaptations of William Shakespeare to see how he oh. would adapt it differently. That's cool. Yeah. I was going to ask, is there anything in here that he added that's like not part of the text um, at all? I don't know. Like, oh. Actually, I never dive into it. I know one of the things that Lady Macbeth or when there's a there's a part of the text where Lady Macbeth and um, Macbeth talks about bearing child children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because usually they're played by younger actors, but Denzel and Francis McDormand are not as young as they were before. But I think because she's past, yeah, she's past um, having children that they mm-hmm. kind of, uh, they kind of um, applied like that. She can't bear children anymore because she's older. That's why. Oh, okay. Um, but that's like the only thing I, I, that, I, I saw that uh, I saw that in the interview that that's what they change. That's different oh, from the main okay. text. Yeah. That's but cool. yeah, that's uh, I would I would say watch this and watch like their interview. I think from last year's one of the film festivals. If you want like more detailed about how they change certain things, they're good like companion pieces. I guess you could say. Do you know if this was filmed pre COVID or no? No, it's pre it's filmed during COVID. Like if you mm-hmm. see the behind the scenes, people are wearing oh. masks and whatnot. But I like see. because it's like a stage play, like there's not a lot of people on the stage it's like literally like three or four people at a time hmm. um and it's also because it's cohen that there's a lot of blood even though it's black and white there's still like oh. brutal murders uh Ooh, in, fun in, yeah so if you like murdering okay. people i, I will yeah. also recommend this maybe um, i do like shakespeare i just gotta actually give it a chance <laughs> <laughs> i think you i think this will open your eye like you'll be mm. like oh this is cool oh well, but like, what about my other eye or your other eye too. Well, you or, just said eye, so I don't know. Oh yeah, eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> That's I was like, "What mother?" Okay. But yeah, like uh, the other thing I watch on Apple TV Plus, I'm gonna do it really briefly because it's the third season of Servant. Oh yeah, you explained mm. this, and yeah. I tried watching it. Uh, it is uh, a show that was produced by M Night Shyamalan, but it's not created by him. It's created by no, Tony. Yeah. Uh, Lope. Lope. That's I guess mm-hmm. how you say his name. Apologize. This is a season that the daughter directs right now. No, or one, she's uh, it was been... last season. Oh, okay. Oh, is this with the baby that's a doll and that's a real yes. baby? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So I would say it continues on with its tension about the you know baby and the nanny and whatnot. But um, I think what I appreciate about this, because in season two is very different because they have a lot of comedic scenes in season two really? <laughs> and they continue that on here. And I think a lot of it is because of um, the actor, uh, Rupert Grint. Yeah. Yeah. Rob yeah. Yeah, Ron, yeah, we, yeah. Rob Risley. Like, I think he does an excellent job of playing this um, narcissistic brother. Who's like, mm. just, it, it's like someone he's never played before. And, when you think of him as the actor, you always think about you know Harry Potter and everything. It's basically the opposite of that character, and he's does he's doing like a really good like American accent, so he's like really immersed in the role. Yeah, see, yeah, see, I was gonna ask you, does he ever? Because some English actors, when they do American accents, it'll break with certain words. Did you did you notice that? No, I did here? not. Know he that. has an accent too, though. Like he a, has a, because they're from Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's yeah. doing an accent. Yeah, he's yeah, doing. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, but sometimes yeah. you can hear like in certain like. Does that happen to what's her face? I can't remember the thing, but that it was like a popular show or something. But like she was doing a Boston accent, but she 
her British accent came out and so oh, I, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like in the other the one the the person that pays the the husband in the role, um, uh, I oh, Toby name, yeah. Cabell. He's also uh-huh. a, a, a British actor, English actor too, mm-hmm. and they both do a really decent job in their American accents. Um, but yeah, I say if you, I know M Night Shyamalan gets like a lot of like negative, uh, I guess. <laughs> uh, feedback, feedback. Yeah, yeah, a lot of those things. But yeah. I think criticism. He gets a lot of criticism. Yeah, if you like filmmaking, artist. I think this is the show where he he shines really. Even though he didn't, but he's not. It. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Is he is he directing? He this? is directing a majority oh, okay. of the things. Yeah, yeah, okay. so a lot of it is like um, not not majority. He's probably directing mostly. Oh, it looks like he directs like about only like a handful of um episodes a season. So, mm-hmm. but a lot of the directors mimic his style, so you see his style throughout the show, uh, uh, always. So, but yeah, I think I think because it's so dark, the the themes that there is this dark comedy that comes with it that they don't really they don't really um, advertise in the in the commercials or anything. Like it's always about you know this baby and the nanny and everything. So I, I really recommend it if you just want is like it- a was it. Is the baby eventually a red herring, or is it really about the baby? Um, no. Something happens in season two where mm-hmm. the baby is actually a baby and not just a a, a doll. <laughs> but I won't. But tell do you, you ever why. find out? Like, I mean, like, do you find you do out find that it's out. something? You, okay. you do. You find out a lot in season two. What what's actually happening? In uh, why was this baby part of this plan and whatnot? Mm. Um, but yeah. I would say that it connects to like also uh, Archive 81. So, <laughs> Ooh. but speaking of Archive 81, that is our main discussion. Uh, this week's main discussion is Archive 81. What is going on in this building? What kind of game are you playing? Who are you? We're pioneers of the imagination going to succeed in the whole of time. Opie is one. Please, please find me. That is a clip of Archive 81. It is a television series streaming on Netflix. It's developed by Rebecca Sonnershine. Uh, and it's produced or executively produced by James Wan, well known for the Conjuring series, Saw, uh, last year's wonderful film, Malignant. Um, <laughs> the first half was great. The second half was also great. Yes. Together, it was a it was, film. It was part of the list. Uh, mm-hmm. It's starring uh, Mama Du Ati, uh, uh, Dina Shahabi. Uh, who are the two leads in here. And it, this is from the IMDb. This is a plot synopsis. An archivist hired to restore a collection of tapes finds himself reconstructing the work of a filmmaker and her investigation into a dangerous cult. I'll start with Audrey. Um, yeah. How did you like the, move, uh, the the first season, I would say? And um, were you ever like frightened about it? Uh, frightened? No. I was mad at the end. Oh, wow. I was like, so we're, uh, we'll give a spoiler-free um, uh, thoughts first. Okay. Um, 
I liked the um, how do you say the isolate isolation effect. It's like the haunted house kind of thing, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like you are in one place and you can't get away from it, right? Whatever, whatever is trying to trying trying to get you, whatever it happens to be. I enjoy that part of it. Um, I like I like that it's in the past. Uh, but there were some things like John was mentioning too, is like this is supposed to be the nineties when on the, the film that he's restoring is supposed to be from the nineties, but like you really couldn't tell, like it looked very modern. I agree. Like, you couldn't like, tell there, at all. There, like there was not a scrunchie or a fanny pack, like something to make like some sort of bright the color. The only or thing that makes it the nineties is everyone using landlines. That's it. Like it feels, that's all I feel like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. She had to go, she had a pager. At yeah. One yeah, point, yeah. You know? Like technology the is the only thing, but then, Everything else feels like, and uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure that because now the '90s is fashion of today, so I, I'm not sure. Like, uh, maybe that's the, we, that's what makes it more confusing, yeah, I guess, yeah. because it's here. It's kind of hard yeah. to figure out. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a timepiece. It doesn't. No, feel like, no, no, yeah. it doesn't. Um, which I guess it's not really that far away. It's not like you know, twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, but it's still like not that far away. Um. Uh, I like the podcast element to it. And then John told me later that it's actually a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I like, like that. Um, ending, I told how do you say, what is it like theater of the mind or whatever? Uh-huh. Like yep, you do. Yeah. Cause it seemed like it was a, he, they told stories through the podcast, but you can also go watch it like in a black box mm-hmm. theater. Right. So you can kind of experience it in that sense. Um, I, I do enjoy the, the mysticalness of it. Um, you, I, I, there's just a lot of stuff that's open. And I know, I guess, I, I guess because it doesn't say that there's going to be a second season. I guess we have to assume there is. And that if it just ended now, I'd be upset. <laughs> so right now I'm going to be upset. And so I know there's a second season or that it's other sort of thing. Because um, I don't think it really explained that much. To be it's honest. It's definitely a slow, slow burn. Yeah. Uh, things didn't pick up for me until episode five. Yeah. And that's like was... more than halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it was long, but I—I I, I don't know. I, oh, the food! I like the food. How how everything was stocked so well. They had they had shells. Oh, they, had, oh, yes. they had the good mac and cheese. They had Velveeta shells, mm-hmm, which is cool. <laughs> and then and then even at like the convenience store in the nineties, they also had Velveeta shells. And then they had the Cheetos with like the white, the red, and the white sort of thing. That was cool. I like that. Um, what was it? There was something else I wanted to mention. I like the. Um, the artsy fartsy of it, the very ethereal, the feminine aspect of it that I enjoy that part of it in the artistry of uh, painting, sculpting. It's a lot of uh, woman forwardness sort of thing. I enjoy that part, which leads into, you know, what else is usually women centric, you know, it was usually witches and or mm-hmm. a coven of some kind, you know, I like that idea. Um, uh, them. Let's see. I don't know if I like the past in the thirties more, if I like the past of the nineties, you know how like they would go, you know, they would, you know, relive or tell the story mm-hmm. in that sense. Cause I thought it was going to be like uh, a hidden footage or not, 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 not a hidden footage, a found, found foot- footage, a found footage. It is found footage. Not really. Not at all. They found this footage no. and he has to restore it. No, no. <laughs> but I thought, I thought that's how the story was going to be. And that's how uh, the whole, I li- yeah. But then it's like, no, and then it zooms out, and now we get to see her aspect, of it, yeah, which, I, which yeah. I don't agree with because there's no way that that boy would know what was going on. He doesn't get that context. I guess. Well, you know, but that's the whole point is for us to get the context. I he know, doesn't. But get I want to be him. I want to oh, be the character. Okay, yeah. 
when I'm uh, watching yeah. a film, that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm it. I'm defeating the dragon. I'm not watching the dragon be defeated. Spoilers yeah. on dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Kill that dragon. Um, so what I thought was a, a, I guess it's, I guess it's a way to shoot it, I guess, to tell the story. But I thought that like, I would have liked it being told from either he has to figure it out either through reading, but I guess you don't want to read. You want to just film it. I guess it's mm-hmm. easier. Um, but then I, they, I liked how they kind of got around that with the, um, the little girls. She had a little camera too. So like, you know, like if there was more bits of that, you know, putting it around, I thought that would be cool. Um, yeah. Again, I'm mad, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it explained enough. I think it has to explain a little bit more, even if there's, I think the podcast you said is three seasons. Yeah. I don't know if it's still ongoing. Do you know? I'm not sure. Um, um, I listened a bit apart. I, I listened to like the first four episodes mm-hmm. and it's very indicative to like this show. Like uh, it's, it's like very much what you get in the show. Uh, yeah. I know I read somewhere that they changed some of the characters. Like they take a lot of liberties. But other than mm. that, it's exactly what the show is. At least the first yeah. four or five episodes were. Maybe I would like it more as the audio drama because I, for me, I can accept it more of like, okay, now we're in her world because that's the only way that we'd be able to know that is to hear that. You know, there's only one thing. But if I'm seen in a visual medium and the person's only supposed to know information based off of the video, you know, he gets he we get more information from the other way. Like mm-hmm. he... Uh, I feel like he's getting a connection with her through the video, but then I think there's more inferred that we understand the bond because we see her as well. But I would think as him being a singular thing, wouldn't get that much of a bond. That's true. I guess, yeah. I guess maybe because of the isolation and mm-hmm. that is previous mental illness and previous um, trauma. I, I think, guess. I think Makes you, him actually, latch on. you would enjoy the podcast version because uh, I think what they were aiming to is that in like unlike this show that it talks about like the the video cassettes, the mm-hmm. podcast is more uh, cassettes like audio cassettes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So they, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to hear that. I wanted to know yes, that all yeah. this information is from this one source, not yeah. that they're trying to tell me that all this information from the one source, but then I'm seeing all this other information. And oh. then like how Melody, I think in the podcast, Melody is more of the main character than Dan is. Oh, really? at least from the first five episodes, like you see, you hear Melody because they're only like the podcast. Each episode is like probably like 20, 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. They, and like the last five minutes is like, you know, when they do like their whole like stick of like, you know, subscribe to the podcast. And yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like a lot of it is I think they are they're more honed to like telling the story in the podcast version than this. Yeah. One. Yeah. <clears throat> do you think How- um. I'm sorry. Uh, do you think that, you know, like how Casey Whalen does audio dramas and things like that? Do you think that with this story coming from a podcast into a visual medium that that would allow more people who do audio dramas to now um, jump over into a visual medium? Uh, Casey Whalen is the person who produced We're Alive, the podcast, the zombie podcast you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. And that other the other one with that uh, with the Matrix guy. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh yes, uh, Bronzeville. Yeah, yeah Bronzeville, so yeah. yeah, so he's yeah he's a producer. Are you asking if his stuff? Is well, it- now that this one, if this is from a podcast uh-huh. and this is now coming to Netflix, do you think now that we're live or well, I mean, because before podcasts was not seen as a legitimate form of oh, art okay, or yeah. entertainment, and now it's transcended mm-hmm. a, to another form, which usually gives 
the original form art form validation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think now that we're going to start seeing more people who've done stuff? Because I'm assuming this podcast is was on their own, a smaller thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they had roots and other types of uh, creative spots, but I'm, it's not like a Warner Brothers production yeah, podcast yeah. or something. They didn't have a lot of resources, I guess. So now the other play, other people who have, um, who are creating legitimate forms of art, uh, can now cross mediums. Like, yeah, this, I think know, so. Yeah, that would be you know be interesting. This I I like. There's probably other dozens of audio dramas that I never heard of are already made into TV shows. Maybe. Uh, this is the only one I know. Well, this of. one actually has a podcast in it as well. So yes, think, yeah. But that's, I guess, uh, that's is is the podcast part of the actual podcast? Ben, is that know? part of it? The uh, friend, the best friend. So the in the podcast, in the podcast, is there a podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, but it's kind of funny because in this episode, in the in the series, the television series, it is um, what's the friend's name? Mar- uh, is it Mark? I think it's Mark, right? Uh, Mark is the friend of Dan, right? In the television series, and he has yes. a podcast. Yes. 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 So in the podcast, they're still friends, but it's actually Mark discovering Dan's audio of uh, uh, audio him restoring. Yes, him restoring oh. like, an audio diary, basically. And oh. they're trying to look for Dan too. That's the whole. Point oh, that of sounds it. so much better. Yeah, and then <laughs> then he has to look. Then he has to uh, listen to Dan's recordings of Melody. So it's like a podcast. So wait, Mark is the one who is the one who's doing this. Yeah. So saying, like, it does a little. It does a little like. Um, uh, what's that word? Where you're, you're like tricking the audience, where you yeah. believe the podcast is actually searching for someone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like he doesn't break the fourth wall. He always does the whole thing like, "Hi, my name is Mark, and this is the podcast. Uh, this is a podcast I l- I released because my friend is missing Dan. Okay, and can yes, you yes, help yeah. me? And then this is the audio that he that I received from him, and then he tries to put it together and everything. And he does the whole thing like, "Oh, if you know any information about Dan or Melody, please message me." Uh, but he kind of breaks the fourth wall where he's like, or you could rate my podcast on Apple. Or subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> weird when he does. I mean, he does sound concerned all the time in the podcast, which is funny to me. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but I do recommend the podcast. I think it's a little bit more interesting because you get that sound design that I really love about like listening to these types of- Is it called of- Archive 81? It is still called Archive 81. Why yeah. is it called Archive 81? Are there 81 81- pieces of tape i've never no, yeah, the, the podcast they haven't I'm, even mentioned it yet too. i'm there yeah, i've never i never i never figured it out it was never significant because every show. time i would say do you want to watch archive 75 I, I kept throwing out all these different numbers yeah, yeah. <laughs> i couldn't remember what the number was and it doesn't take place in 81 so yeah yeah uh how about you john what's your thoughts uh my thoughts are similar to audrey you mad i, I want to say wait what are you mad too Oh no! I, I wanted to say I my, I want to like, impre- uh, impregnate. No, no. <laughs> Express myself oh, in okay. shapes somehow. So I was looking up shapes, like mm-hmm. different shapes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to, to relate to Archive Eighty One, but I wanted to say like it, either my impression of this TV series is either a semicircle or a trapezoid, mm-hmm. and uh. You guys know those shapes, right? Like, so basically, if you start from the bottom and my peak level goes up a little bit and then goes straight down 
after during the ending part. So I don't know which one is it because because I said if I say semicircle, that means up to it gradually goes up, 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 then gradually goes down, down. So down. you're saying a semicircle as a circle is cut in half. I was thinking of it as a C. And I was like, oh, so, a, so it goes like that? Oh, yeah. It's a, it, well, semicircle, like down, like the, yeah, there's a flat. Like a horizon. And if it's, it's a trapezoid, it's either I, I, it piqued my interest for a little bit, a long, a while ago, and then towards the ending, it goes back down. So I can't decide. It kept it. it, kept it yeah, it and then it held it. Let's see, you're mad. See, you're mad too. Uh, yeah, see? yeah. They're not mad like you. No, like, mad. you're like kidding me every time uh, or mentioning oh, the word whoa. Archive 81. Uh, if you guys yeah, are blink, listening blink to this, blink twice. Blink twice. <laughs> Is this uh, your diary right now? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have a similar, what you call it? Criticism? Um, criticism from Audrey uh, about the show. It, it's mm-hmm. interesting, but I feel like a lot of it feels like just like fluff, not fluff, but like fillers. Like it didn't, a lot of it, the, the story I wanted to know about is mostly about the apartment. But then when it switched back to Dan and then what's happening to him, it's a little bit interesting, but not, it doesn't interest me that much. To the I point kept where, getting so mad at Dan because he was like, I want to know the mystery. I want to know what happens. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if you just sat down and, yes, and, and restored all yeah, the yeah. fucking tapes, That's the whole you time. would yep. have figured it out and we'd all be over yep. with. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I said something like that, then another character said, well, if you just sit down and put this, you would blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yes, please. I think it's the pace of the show. Like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I now I wonder how the podcast is if they fit the first season in this thing, or are they combining or stretching the the, the actual seasons of of the the podcast? The podcast to the yes, film. to the film. And then, I yeah, I, I don't mind any of the characters. They all like did a wonderful job. <clears throat> yeah, I think the acting yeah. is still good in everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I think the mystery is compelling to a point but then it really just i don't care by the ending and it little it piques me in the very ending what they tease but i want to know how they're going to do that like uh maybe it's the thing you're mentioning ben about the podcast now about how mark is trying you know do this thing i don't know if they switch it on or whatnot but it, uh yeah I, I i'm not sure unless we talk about spoilers <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I'm on the same boat. I actually wasn't as disappointed. No, I wasn't mad. I think because I've watched so many things already. Oh, Audrey just hit me oh, again. God, oh. you're, I really thought I hit you because my, my phone oh, over you. Really need help, John. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I by the knowing that there were eight episodes, and by the seventh episode, I had a feeling that th- they weren't going to tie this up neatly yes yeah, so I I like, well, he's, like, he's like are you ready yes. to watch the penultimate yes. and I'm yeah. like, Man. when we're watching the penultimate episode i was like nope they're not going to resolve any of this stuff like i yeah. can tell already if they're just doing another hour a lot of this stuff will be hanging over our heads i mean even when he gets into like this verbal argument with um the davenport character in episode eight uh i don't want to spoil anything but that's even that time like it was like really middle of the episode. You're like, well, they they haven't even scratched the surface of what's like actually happening yet. And then yeah, you get yeah. like the whole um uh what do you call that the exposition spill towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yeah. But I appreciate everything that they were going for. I think I I one thing I'm really into is like music in here. 
I like how it's like distorted the music. So yeah, I mentioned mm-hmm. that to Audrey too. Like yeah. it, it gives you a bad feeling. The yes, actual yeah. like score of the uh, TV series, it, it made my ears kind of hurt, but at the same time, like I know what they're trying to do. They're doing that purposely. Yeah, there yeah. there is the the audio because usually I like um like um how do you say like tibetan bowls tuning forks like the sound like the the power of sound and the healing power of it but when we watched this um we were we were actually sick so the sound frequencies were actually hurting me oh no normally it wouldn't have done that sort of thing so the fact that like my body was out of tune you know so to say because it was sick and then to hear these things um made me didn't make me feel good which i guess is the point of the show it's supposed to give you it's supposed to give you a physical response mm-hmm. yeah which is yeah. you know that sort of thing but it was that just made it unpleasant and still made me mad yeah when we were watching it i, I always turned to christina i'm like i really love that distorted score <laughs> every time <laughs> like uh what's his name k-log k-log what's his name uh the demon what? um uh what do you say lego Kalego. i said k-log like the Kellogg, <laughs> like Kellogg, like Kellogg, yeah, cornflakes. Um, Kalego, when uh, that creature appears, I think that's the most unsatisfying part. Unsatisfying part is that creature and how they keep on bringing it up, but you actually don't really know a lot about. You know, like how it's you're supposed to get to this creature and everything, but um, you kind of still don't know what the whole cult is. Um, I think yeah. there's too many, too many aspects, and they don't explain any of them. Yes, yeah. It it, does, it doesn't lean towards more one than the mm-hmm, other, yeah. and it's it's unsatisfying. Makes you mad. Why is um, everyone else mad with me? We should start our uh, spider spoilers right now. Okay, okay. here whip, goes whip. spider spoilers. Whip. Who am I, who am I gonna hit? Wait, what? what? No, no, I got to. <laughs> oh, I didn't hit anyone. I didn't hit anyone. Okay. <laughs> you got um, it back in your own eye. You were looking yes, at it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh do you have any spoilers do you want to talk about audrey really quick um so ugh, i do like the paint or the goo you were talking about i like that the scene of the characters in there uh the you know i don't i can't tell if it's an alien is it aztec is it a, a cult? Ghost, is yeah. it is it electrical because it can it can paranormal apparently can always go through electrical stuff yeah, you know dimension. electricity well i guess electricity is natural so i guess that you know um, but like, and then it was in the past, and then all of a sudden we know how to speak this language, you know, and things like that. It was, uh, it just is. I there's too many different things. I, I either want it like it needs to be either one or were all these things. I don't know. I mad. did actually. I was going to mention this before, but I did like how it's in the realm of the X Files to me, but not all the way. Yeah. Um. Like of the mystery, like are we alone? And maybe that, and, and like, and like, I can see that more as like a podcast. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. could be a television type show too. It's just there's too many things thrown out at me, and there's not. They're trying to make it connect the strings, connect the the little red yarn, mm-hmm. but it feels like it doesn't give me enough. Nothing is super satisfying. It, that you could like, do, you could do all this in like three episodes. It looks feels yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Like I I still don't understand like how. Dan's family house burnt down. Like it's uh and the guy, the the Texan guy was like, Oh, it was there 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 are forces, you know, basically a bigger company or a bigger government thing or whatever you want to believe in Illuminatiness who are trying to keep him out of the rap, but you still don't yeah. know why he got her out of there. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you do, but you know, to to save her or something, but um It might be explored in the season two. 
the, yeah. my whole thing is like because Dan is in the past now, what if he caused that fire? If time is all uh, is linear, linear, yeah. What if yeah, yeah. he affects time in '94 and beyond? He's his own dad. Yeah, he doesn't. Do you think he, they, he falls do, in love with his they mom. do the the cult thing at his house when he's away? Yeah, and try yeah. to like, and then he, they end up. You know, the cult thing always burns down. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he's the one that was again. trying to because it was yeah because it was like yeah. yeah it's an electrical fire basically yeah. right or a paranormal fire a yeah. hellfire yeah. or something like that whatever it is in the alien in the blood because the 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 effigy the statue seemed very um aztec type of mm. um that type of thing but then it has that alien head but a lot of the aztecs and the mayans they a lot of it is with aliens too you know a lot of that sort of thing um i did like how the how they create i like how the art uh what is that called not archaeology um who do people, people, people no 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 like um people who create things uh not like the not like influencers not, no like like when you engineer something or you craft something like you see that like in um rituals where you know oh the the water goes here and then it follows the whole path of something oh i don't know uh, etchers yeah but i like that with the blood you know how you put it on the on the alien head and then it goes through all the things like i like that sculptures part. sculptors i guess i don't know yeah yeah but um <laughs> Like I like that aspect of it. I always like that sort of ritual. ritual. I was going to say uh, like, Rube Goldberg. I don't know. No, no, that's a uh, Rube Goldberg machine, but it's not the thing you're thinking about. No, yeah. no, I'm not thinking. Um, uh, I do like, like the they, they, they did. Yes, when yeah. they did go okay. when they go to the past, and then you see that outcome. Like I wish that came out earlier. That scene, like to understand everything. I mean, that's like the ending. That's the penultimate to get you know the understanding i wish there is already that episode in like in the mid part so we know like at least what this occult is about because i feel like that's like the ending too late it's like yeah i i i i i kind of knew that because you showed us the movie earlier because time (laughs) time time isn't linear it's parallel or circle right because it's happening at the same time Mm yeah the past is the future the future is best there Um, is no time there's only now when they explain the actual cult, I wish that was like an episode like two already <laughs> instead of episode mm-hmm. yep, four yeah, or yeah. five. Like it, it does, it's a very slow burn. I know you have to get to know the characters and d- make them develop, Do but we- it does take its time until you figure out. Like it feels like there should be two more episodes. That's what it feels like, actually. Yeah. Because um, the pacing, right? You were saying that. John? Yeah, the pacing. Like how? Like how? How would you change the pacing? Like what? Like what could have been? Like if you could eliminate one part out of their episode, just or tighter, something? like tighter episodes, like no fluff. That's why. Like think. we didn't need like, to know. The like art I'm saying, something specific. Like the art gallery doesn't have to happen. Yeah, no, yeah. She could have like just they, done that in her own room, and we already figured it out. Yeah, like yeah, the, the, yeah she, she showed her. Yeah, she the did a lot that with the the old uh, lesbian lady. She was like, there's a lot of stuff on her. Yeah, her the thing. Um, uh, I did like like the storytelling of when they mention about Melody and Dan have like the same dreams, but they are in reality like it's they're 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 actually talking ch- to each other in their own times, but through dreams. And then Melody Melody really realizing, oh, this is real. And Dan realizing, oh, this is real too. It's not just... When that's, they- a, that's a beautiful concept, yeah, yeah. though. I love yeah, that. That, that, too. that like, if our dreams is our dreams- us is us transcending through time, yeah, yeah, time and through, yep, yeah. through space. It, it reminded me like so much of like loss or like that, that type of style of 
storytelling like yeah this makes sense like i can put and then they don't do anything with that concept like it's like when they find out about they can talk to each other in dreams and that's it (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, then uh they they kind of like push away that concept and like it just you know that one seance lady gets hurt and that's it like there's no it doesn't feel like there's a, a a cool outcome that can come out of that um i don't actually i have no comment again with that but i was gonna think i was gonna say really quick in each episode it begins with like some sort of commercial or whatever it's all related yeah 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 like i i thought the idea was cool but then when they keep on uh like they reference it in the episode but they also talk about like what it is again like it's like well why did we need that opening sequence because that opening yeah, sequence yeah. already told us what it was and then you have a character explaining that opening sequence. i thought the one that was annoying is the when the person the 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 priest like jumped out in front of the train and you get the news report in the very beginning that's neat but that was like and that's it and you yeah, <laughs> the yeah, character yeah. explained it it's like yeah he's the, he's the one that jumped on the train earlier i was like oh, okay yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't really if you're just going to say it that way it's like oh yeah this doesn't really help i can I, I can feel that uh commercial bit being a really fun part of the podcast yes yes, yes. yeah it does feel like, like the spirit receivers when they explain what spirit receivers are like each mm-hmm. episode has some sort of bit in the a- beginning that explains some sort of like context to the episode. But what sucks is that they just, they repeat whatever that part is again in the episode. So it's like, yeah, oh, we could have just take this whole part out and just tighten it a little bit more or just don't mention that part. And we just already know because the beginning told us that or don't mention it in the same episode that you just previously yeah, said. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you, you, you give the audience a little bit hints and then they, they have to learn it themselves. Like, yeah. Example for the priest that jump, like play that in the very beginning of something, but don't tell us like, oh, the priest jump. Say like, oh, he died in the train station, like thing, and then they we were like, oh, oh, he's that newscast, the the thing. Like we learn, we figure out, we are the ones who figure out ourselves that oh yeah, that's that's the priest, not someone retelling like, oh yeah, it's the guy that jumped out of the you know the the train yeah. <laughs> or friend the train. Do you, do you know if the original podcast? creators had anything to do with they, the they screenwriting produced they produced they, produced they only it. produced but the writing portion it doesn't seem like they did uh any what does of, that mean what does that mean to produce versus mean actually writing the story um, for the producers show? are usually like the they are the money but they also have the, the final creative say? final say yeah mm. um so they they probably could like mentions like a producer's note with the writing so it could probably be like oh we want it this way so they probably have some say in it but oh, okay. uh, again like i think because they are establishing establishing themselves as like now television producers of like their you know hit podcast i wonder mm-hmm. if a lot of that thinking goes beyond like we could stretch this out let's stretch this out as much as possible so we could like yeah. make more money and whatever yeah um, or or now now that they have the how do you say resources the, not the power yeah the resources to yeah. make a concept longer than they could in the podcast they're doing that now yeah and then it feels a little too much yeah um i think that's it for because for our discussion is <laughs> one of the longer podcasts i just realized that. yeah um but yeah uh, do you guys have any, anything else mentioned about the show really quick no do you know if there's season two so I yeah know. They when, didn't announce, i'm uh, 
Go on. So if they're doing season two, I want it where no more found footage is him trying to get back to the 2000s or whatever thing. And then I don't want him. Oh, yeah, because he's stuck in the. Yeah, he's stuck. He's stuck in, in the, the ego yeah. time warp. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I want he's him. the one that was, uh, he was the archivist. So who, are they going to hire someone else? Who's going to, who's going to restore this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like you mentioned the podcast that his friend Mark is fighting him. I yeah. can see it that way where Mark is trying to. And oh, Mark Dan, is season two. Yeah, season mm-hmm. two. And Dan is giving him clues of where he is. Like, you know, they do the back to the future thing. Uh, tell the post office, mail this on this date and give it to Mark or at this address and then they do and it's like, oh this is from dad from 1985 or whatever what year what was it 1998 something. or something like that um then yeah it will be interesting if they do it that He's way stuck in 94 yeah, 94 yeah. yes yeah yeah we could they uh, could do that yeah but also because they end it in a weird not weird they end it in a way where he's looking out the window and you see the twin towers I don't know if they always mention this. If you go back in the future, will Dan mention that the Twin Towers will get blown up or something? Oh, or will he he I don't think he yeah. will try to change anything, right? Maybe that's the thing, though, where he gets to change it now. Like, he gets to change... Uh, I don't know anything about the podcast, or I don't know if they're yeah, doing yeah, the here. thing where uh, uh, you force change of history now. Like, uh, uh, take then, advantage of Yeah, your, take advantage of yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a spin. I I still don't know what archive eighty one. <laughs> uh, I was is reading. It, is, really... it, is 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 it still time? Is it still good enough time for him to invest in Apple? Maybe so you, you should uh, do that. And uh, bitcoins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dogecoin and NFTs. There we go. But would you think because it's about time traveling? What if he finds himself going back home sooner than later, so he couldn't affect time that much? Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um. I, I when while we were talking, I was researching what Archive Eighty One means. None of the showrunners or the people who created the podcast they don't they haven't revealed what the eighty one means yet. What? Are you yeah, serious? yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, it means so that this podcast is still going on. Then I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our discussion of Archive Eighty One. You could watch the television show on Netflix right now. All all the first season. As at least is on their uh, eight episodes. They're pretty like an hour long, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, hour long. Uh, but before we leave, John and Audrey, where can they find you online? Uh, you can find both of us on datenightplays.com and check out our new episode of Kill Them All on Patreon right now. We watch A Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Revenge, mm-hmm. and the documentary ser- uh, documentary Scream Queens, My Nightmare. Not queens. Oh, Scream, Scream Queens. Queens. You did the same mistake. My Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really highly recommend it because I really love how you go in depth, especially with the Freddy's Revenge and there's like that queer reading of the movie. Oh, yes, and yes, really, yeah. uh, That was really fascinating because I didn't know that. I did not know that was a thing about that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, now I want to watch it too. Um, I don't want to watch the documentary too. But yeah, you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abaya. You could find all of us on thefreakingawesome.com, which leads to our Patreon. Uh, you could become a patron for no less than $1. This helps us offset the cost of running the website and the podcast. But if you can't do that, please support, listen, subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. This also allows us to get more visibility 
on those platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now, or you could also follow us on TikTok at the freaking awesome. Uh, I haven't posted Murphy, Murphy stuff yet. We need some Murphy vids. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do that. TikTok is a very interesting place, I would say. <laughs> uh, like, it feels very weird to be on there because it's like... Um, do you feel like you shouldn't be on there? Yeah, it's like a mix of the weirdest things out there. It feels like it feels like the, between the dark web and the web web. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like some, there's some stuff that's like... Because it's it's it follows some weird algorithm. I don't know what is the algorithm, but there's some like inappropriate stuff or inappropriate stuff, and there's like you know stuff that's just like there's like you can find on YouTube or something. It's really weird. Like the there's no mm-hmm. there's no rhyme or rhythm in the algorithm. I don't know, like if you if you post our stuff, rhythm, we, we we just post clips. Yeah, and we don't have like our faces or anything in these clips. It's just us talking. Yeah. Do you see stuff like that on TikTok? No, no. So that's okay. why it's weird. And we will get like six hundred views or something on one thing, and a couple comments or something. But other than that, it's like it's just weird. Anyway, I think what it's doing is because you don't you're putting famous people's pictures on there. It's looking at that and putting that in other maybe, people's feeds. Maybe, maybe. Mm. I think you're right. I, I do tag or uh, hashtags a lot, like John Cena and whatnot. And mm-hmm. on Can't tweets. see me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find us on also on Discord and Facebook at The Freaking Awesome. Um, excuse me. I was about to burp. But anyway. <laughs> did you or did you not? Uh, I did not. All right. There you go. Um, you don't got to apologize for something you didn't do. Yeah. Apologies. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening. I want to say thank you to Sear Say Chow for producing, John for editing and creating all the cool videos for social media. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast. <laughs>